since it began in 1995. I would like to introduce to you an exciting and uniquely Irish performance. Riverdance has been seen by over 25 million people throughout 47 countries across six continents and played to a global television audience of over 3 billion. Now, experience Riverdance as never before as we go on a world tour from China well, I've, uh, finally landed here in Guangzhou to North America arrived in DC yesterday and back again to our hometown of Dublin Oh, you're at your own man Here from the producers I mean, I did think it had something special it had great potential The creative team I, I actually hated dancing That's the truth And of course, the performers From a young age, I've always felt that you know, I will be in Riverdance and I will be a lead dancer as They give you unique behind-the-scenes access Guys, keep it to up. the past Past, present and future of this international phenomenon. This is Riverdance, the podcast. We're like a little I family. I just wasn't happy and I knew things weren't right. Very tired. We're in Cleveland. Oh, came off the phone she says they want you to join the trip and go to China. I was so happy and proud to be part of that. I began dancing when I was four years old. Oh, I'm emotional. And I'm just so honoured to be a part Five, of it. Five, six, seven, eight... Hello, I'm Darren Casey, a dancer with Riverdance since 2008, and I'll be taking you on tour around the world, introducing you to the dancers, directors, producers and personalities of the show across this 10-part podcast series. This week, Riverdance is in Kansas for some St. Patrick's Day celebrations. Mary Beth, you just saw Riverdance on St. Patrick's Day. Uh-huh. I, I know, and it's our, it's our 26th anniversary of our first day. Plus, I meet with dance captains Louise O'Sullivan, Ellen Bonner and John Lonergan on their roles for performing and leading a Riverdance company. It definitely takes a certain type of mentality. You have, you have to know your boundaries. We are the people that the cast come to with any kind of issues. You don't want to ever have a cast member feeling self-conscious, not feeling good about themselves. If one person is down, it can bring everyone down. Yeah. Yeah. If you've ever wondered what it's like to enjoy a Riverdance show backstage, then sit back and enjoy a memorable St. Patrick's Day finale from Kansas City. go Riverdance. He's just saw Riverdance on St. Patrick's Day. Doesn't get much more Irish than that, does it? When everybody's out there, that is fantastic. Love it. Oh, that, you just, you see everybody and you see them doing it, it's just amazing. Erica, did you enjoy the show? Oh, I loved it, it was wonderful. Is it your first time seeing it? It is. 23 years, Erica, where have you been? 
waiting for this one to come around. So And St. Patrick's Day. Yes. yes. Irish as Irish can be. It's great, yeah. You guys did a wonderful show. Thank, Thank you. you. Mary Beth, you just saw Riverdance on St. Patrick's Day. Uh-huh. I'm I'm just at a loss for words. It's just touches your soul. <laughs> Experiences and performances like that on stage are only possible because of all of the work, training and rehearsals that happen during the rest of the week. And to find out what it takes, I caught up with three of the dance captains, Louise O'Sullivan, John Lonergan and Alan Bonner. Started off as dance captain with Heartbeat of Home which was, is Riverdance's sister company. And then it was the UK-Germany tour. I was assistant dance captain with Brendan Doris. It's, it's been, I've been quite lucky, I've been dance captain since then. Do you think it takes a certain mentality and level of coolness to be a dance captain for as long as you have? Yeah, it definitely takes a certain type of mentality, personality, professionalism is all, is all part of it. So these holds are much better again yesterday, so make sure we're lining up after we do the toe-to-toe, line up for that hold. I don't consciously now go into work on a day-to-day basis and switch from dance cap mode to Ellen Bonner. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like it just, it kind of just happens now and I think it's really important to be able to have that balance. And I think over the years, one of the main things that I've learned is to be approachable. Yeah, you have to be professional and make sure everyone's doing exactly what they're doing, but not to the extent where people are afraid of you and are afraid to come and tell you, well, do you know what, my ankle's actually sore today or I'm actually not feeling the best. So in that sense, I definitely do think it takes... Some you know, being of. able to switch on and off at certain like points of the day. Or you might be out doing your own thing during the day and get a phone call and you have to switch on straight away and think, okay, well, what does that mean if, if so-and-so can't dance today? What does that mean for the rest of the troupe? Or, yeah. you know, vice versa. So it's just... You, like Louise, have been part of training new members into tours. Yeah. yeah. It's always nice working with new dancers because they're really eager to learn and they're passionate it's nearly easier to start from scratch like the show has obviously changed over the years and certain people can kind of get set in their ways so it's easy to just dive straight in and be like this is what it is and the new dancers don't know any better sometimes if there's people been that have been in the company for quite some time back in the day even before we were dance captains that's where it's kind of challenging that's where the sternness I guess or the has to come in because you're like well okay I know you you might have done it this way in the past when I maybe wasn't even a part of the company, never mind dance captain, but this is how it is now. So that's why it's kind of easier to work with the new dancers because they're 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 open-minded, they're willing to learn and take correction. Don't take off so quick, just keep it nice and smooth as we're falling out. It's, yeah. it's, it's all they know, it's yeah. the first that they're learning yeah. the show. Yeah. So Dance captain doesn't stop at the end of rotations. What's the outside jobs? The preparation four rotations before we go on stage. We have to go by our massage generator, we do the massage schedule, we have to do our tick sheets that go by each lead that performs that night, who's gonna perform the next night. Um, also to make sure that everything evens out by the end of the week. So for example, if somebody comes us up to us the night before and says, I have family in tomorrow, can I please go on this but this person may have a massage and a certain number they want to do etc etc that's what people don't realize when they're coming up to you yeah. and there's other things like when you're dealing with 
people who are ill and have gone ill the night before and you have to wait in here the next day and you're you know wondering if they're okay and everything else and just keep a general eye on the whole cast the whole time making sure everybody's in the right frame of mind making sure people are mentally fit and staying on top of themselves and just generally okay because you don't want to ever have a cast member not feeling good yeah feeling self-conscious not feeling good about themselves things like that that can go generally missed yeah you know and you have to just make sure that you're keeping on top of all of that kind of stuff too that was the most difficult part that i found okay and even like ellen said earlier on you know the mentality of going in having to be in a certain frame of mind for it that's kind of what i felt was most difficult at, at the beginning i kind of felt towards my last week i was starting to kind of click um and obviously as ellen said like it's probably it's obviously natural to her now because she's and Angela louise because they've done it for so long but i think that's definitely one thing that taking time to get used to that's definitely a part that i found the most difficult we are the people that the cast come to with any kind of issues tur is a bubble in the sense that if one person is down it can bring everyone down mm. yeah yeah What would you say is the most common note given on a day-to-day Riverdance show? I feel like everyone has been here so long that they know the show inside out. But you can kind of get into... Yeah. Complacency can set in and people think that they're doing it right. But then you're like, I think you can give that an extra 10%. (laughs) And then it's just a matter of reminding people, you know, reminding people time and time again, you know, perform and um, smile. And like that you can be smiling but your eyes aren't smiling so you need to make sure that you're in the moment at all times you're only on the stage for a short amount of time and it's important because that's what the audience read more so than your actual feet what has your best day as dance captain been on the road. It's always nice when management are out and they recognise the work that we have put in mm-hmm. throughout the tour and how hard everyone has worked and how well, you know, that we, we've we taken time out to do drills, etc. And when it's noticed, it, 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 you do feel quite proud. For the dancers, not just for ourselves, the, the work we put in, but for the dancers and the work that they put in. Because like we've said throughout this chat, that it's not easy. We're like going yeah. from seven hours on average on a bus straight into the theatre, straight onto the stage. Like, that's not normal. So mm-hmm. to be able to just switch switch on and off um, when you get on stage, it, 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 like, it does take... Yeah. It, it is, it's nice then to get praised for that. Yeah. I have an exact moment when, obviously, um, before China, there was a lot of new cast members brought in and myself and Alan trained them in as such. And obviously I went with them then um, to the Barrow Company, but they had all worked so hard and had been practicing backstage, working hard on stage. And then when we reached Shanghai, John McCalgan came for the week. Um, Now, we all know that Porg is our... Dance, director. Yeah, and everything else. And most dancers get nervous that he's around and he's out in the audience watching. But to some of these guys, John McCulgan is like the owner. Oh my God, what if he doesn't like me? And everything else. And there was a lot of nerves backstage. And obviously the theatre in Shanghai is such a huge theatre and everything else. So there was a lot of excitement built up. 
but to see everybody go on stage and give it everything they had that night. And after the show, John spoke to all of the cast members and told them how proud he was of them all, how happy he was with them all, and to see the, you know, yeah. sigh of proudness that yeah. the dancers all held over themselves after the main guy had approved them really. and approved them almost of yeah. what they had done the night before. Seems fitting to kind of end the interview on the note of we are at the last few shows of this tour and the last few shows of Riverdance as we know it. Riverdance will probably never, actually not probably, Riverdance will never be on the road like it is ever again. You guys have been dance captain on that final tour. Proud to say that you were dance captain of Riverdance 23? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, so On the next episode of Riverdance the Podcast, there is plenty of crying and tears as the North American tour wraps up for another year. Very emotional. Just going to miss everyone. Very sad. Very emotional. End of an era. For some, it's not just the end of the tour. And production stage manager Mark Anderson celebrates 10 years and 1,500 shows. Kind of unheard of in my profession for somebody to stay with a show for, for that line. I jumped at the chance. It was a chance to do a tour, which was outside the UK, so I took it. In Riverdance alone, there is 600 lighting queues. There are eight fly queues, and there are around 30 sound queues. We're in 23 years now, and we're still getting A-list names coming to see the show, and everyone still just loves the show. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. And join me next time as Riverdance the Podcast brings you on tour.